Welcome to this edition of The Biz, the Business Integrity School, your resource for practical tips from a business ethics pro who's been there. I'm Cindy Mooring, the founder and executive chair of the Business Integrity Leadership Initiative at the Sam and Walton College of Business. Joining me today is Dr. Matt Waller, Dean of the Walton College. So business ethics principle number two is avoid fraud and improper deceit. Yes. And... Um, well, of course. Right. Of course, you would think. And sometimes those situations can, they can get pretty complex uh, when you're trying to track through some complicated business transactions. But sometimes it's just really, really simple. So I thought on this one, we would just start with a very simple example. Um, it might be unbelievable, but you know, sometimes the truth is a stranger than fiction. And in this case, I would say that is absolutely the case. So um, fraud and improper deceit. We had a trader um, in London for Citigroup that was making over a million dollars a year and he ended up being suspended from his job because he wasn't paying for his food in the cafeteria. Yeah, but a million dollars a year is just enough to break even that, in London. I know. I mean, know? he probably didn't have enough money to pay for <laughs> <laughs> the cafeteria food. But he did it repeatedly and ended up getting suspended for it. And, and that's, you gotta call it what it is, that's fraud and improper deceit. I mean, he's, he's, he's essentially stealing food from the cafeteria. But he was probably the it. best trader. He probably was, and <laughs> who knows? So but. if you're the best trader, of course, you don't have to pay for your food, You don't food, have right? to pay for your food because you're too valuable <laughs> exactly. as an employee. Exactly. And you know, the same thing actually happened, the, the, the Financial Times reported in, um, Few years ago, so this isn't an isolated incident, but also in also in London. So you got to wonder. Well, yeah. financial capital, what is but it was a BlackRock fund manager, and this person wasn't paying his full bus fare. He was going to work, making over a million dollars a year as well, and, and not paying his full bus fare. And the regulatory authority in uh, London actually banned him from being able to be a fund manager <laughs> because it implicated his honesty. They thought, well, if you can't be honest yourself about how you're getting to work and There's paying a lot for of it, truth to that. we don't want you managing other people's money. Well, so. This same kind of thing happens a lot with like travel receipts. You know, it can. people uh, sometimes can submit things that really aren't a part of business mm -hmm. or their trip. Um, or really inflate some of the costs. Mm -hmm. This, I think, this happens quite a bit in business. It does. It's a, it's a real, it's a real risk area and one that has to be very carefully managed because it is, um, it's kind of tedious, <laughs> and it really gets into the details. But is an area that, um, unfortunately, I think a lot of employees take advantage of. Yeah, I think I've always thought if you're not sure, either check it out with your boss yeah. or just don't submit it. Right, yeah, yeah, that's the better rule of thumb. But you know, a lot of this is, as we've talked about, has to do with uh, arrogance and hubris. Yeah. Uh, would you mind speaking to that? Yeah, bit? yeah. So, you know, when you talk about the trader in London who's not paying for his cafeteria food or the person who's not paying for his bus fare, I, th I think we, you know, sit back and think, why in the world would somebody do that? And it really comes down to there's this character that's called hubris. And um, it's this inflated sense of self-importance and arrogance. And uh, believe it or not, it actually is a very real fatal flaw of many leaders in business. Well, I think too, you know, on the one hand, you want employees that are con confident. Sure you do. But I think sometimes you can mistake what seems to be confidence and it's actually hubris. Mm -hmm. but, but you, so you've got to be humble on the one hand and confident on the other. But when you're hiring people, 
sometimes it's hard to tell. Are they arrogant or are they just confident? Yeah, making sure you get a right culture fit is so, so important to avoid the, the mistakes that can come if, in fact, they're arrogant and not just not just confident. But, um, yeah, hubris is, and you see that play out in business, and you see well, folks like we just talked about here whose careers and, and lives get wrecked because they were over confident that's turned into arrogance and they really end up feeling like the rules don't apply to them they're so important or so good at what they do or you know so above everybody else that they get to play by a different set of rules and um, pretty soon that crashes down around them so, so what should we do what are some practical <laughs> real practical tips? tips for us in this situation to just keep it keep it to the basics don't you, travel yeah don't travel <laughs> <laughs> don't ride never the bus. turn in an exit don't, don't the eat the cafeteria <laughs> bring your lunch every day <laughs> i'd say this one's just real simple you want to make sure you just just be honest and be humble and really resist the temptation to think that um, the rules don't apply to you because the rules do apply to everybody and the higher up you rise as a leader, the more your folks are going to be watching you. So if you act as though the rules don't apply to you, then they're going to start thinking the rules don't apply to them either. Or that you're just playing by a different set of rules and then you lose the trust of all your employees. I think another practical tip here is accountability. Yeah. And I personally think, I'm big on mentorship. Mm -hmm. I, I think everyone should be mentoring people and be being mentored. But when you have a really good mentor or two, in my case, I have two mentors, but I always make it clear to them that they can speak into my life. You know, tell me when you think I'm doing something wrong. But I also tell my direct reports that. Please tell me when you see me doing something you think isn't right or just not good for the, the yeah. organization. Yeah, but I think you'd be surprised how many leaders don't go that extra step of saying, tell me, and, and, and then you gotta go, you got to be open to it. It's more than just saying, tell me. you got to show them yes, that absolutely. you really are open to receiving that feedback, which I know you and you clearly are, but um, it is something that I think a lot of leaders struggle with. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Biz, the Business Integrity School. You can find us on YouTube, Google SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and rate us, and you can find us by searching The Biz. That's one word, T-H-E-B-I-S. Tune in next time for more practical tips from a pro.